she's been playing prior to her talk show. The next voice that you will hear will be our host, visionary Eudine Hubbard, giving the opening prayer, and then our program will start. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the End Time Talk Show. If you have questions, they'll be answered, I am so sure, because our scholars are knowledgeable. They're anointed and appointed by God. This is no ordinary talk show, ladies and gentlemen, so just hold on. The questions you may have might sound like this, and these are the questions that are going to be addressed today. If you gave your heart to Christ years ago, but have committed some sins in your life, since then, will you still be raptured? Or you might want to know, we've been expecting Jesus for hundreds of years. We're looking for his return, so why is it taking Jesus so long to get here? You're going to get your questions answered in a few moments. God bless you. In one hot minute, less than 60 seconds, our talk show visionary hostess believes in praying prior to her talk show, and the next voice will be our visionary hostess, Eudine Hubbard, giving the opening prayer. God bless you. Well, the word of the Lord says in Second Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven Lord, pray and forgive their sins and heal their land. So let's begin our time together by seeking the Lord. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity that you have given to us to serve you. We love you, we honor you, and we bless your name. We know you told us that when we lift up the name of Jesus, that you would do the drawing of men and women to yourself. And so today, we lift up the name of Jesus, and we ask you to give your people ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to them and give them a heart of understanding so that they would receive and will not miss your word. I thank you and I give you praise for the round table, for everyone who's listening, cause your will to be done in their life today. In Jesus' name, amen.
Talk Show with Yadine Hubbard. We all have experienced the grief of 2020 COVID, as well as the Wednesday, January 6th, Capitol Hill chaos. You may feel a little unsettled in knowing the sadness of this world, while yet still fighting the COVID crisis. If you find yourself feeling a little fearful of what lies ahead, Understanding God's word and Bible prophecy will bring light to what's going on in the world today. Knowing the solution will cancel your fear. As you know, we are living in a strange world of uncertainties. We know you have questions like millions of us do. Now you can get those questions answered. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you long waited for. I give you talk show host, visionary Eudine Hubbard, along with the Roundtable Bible Scholars, Apostle Alonso Curry, and Dr. Annette Side. I want you to put your hands together and help me to welcome visionary Eudine Hubbard. Welcome, 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 and thank you for joining us today. This is the End Time Talk Show, and I'm your host, Eudine Hubbard. I am so excited about being here today. We have a wonderful show for you today. So remember to mute your telephones now. And now you may send your questions online at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org or you may email your questions to us at info at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org. So please mute your phone. And get ready to be empowered, encouraged, and inspired by our roundtable Bible scholars. And I would like to, first of all, give you our discussion topic for the month. It's going to be an exciting month, and we're going to begin the end of March today, 27th, What to Expect in Heaven the beauty of heaven. And then April the 3rd, the rapture. You don't want to miss that. April the 10th, we're going to be talking about the mark of the beast. I know you've heard people talk about the mark of the beast, but we're going to hear what the word of the Lord says about the mark of the beast. And April the 17th, we're going to talk about the Lamb's Book of Life and the other books. Hmm, those other books, we need to know more about that. Glory to God. Now, on April the 24th, which is the last Saturday in April, we're going to talk about, last but not least, hell, the second death, and the lake of fire. You don't want your enemies to go there, and you don't want your family members to go there. So let me introduce you to our roundtable scholars. They're here. They're excited. They're 
full of the fire of God, and they're ready to encourage you. First of all, I'd like to introduce to you Dr. Annette Sai, woman of God, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. God bless you. And I would like to introduce you to Apostle Alonzo Curry, man of God, thank you for being with us today. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. I'm glad to be here, and I just pray that uh, God will allow each and every one that here will be impacted. So I'm, I'm graced to be in your presence. Now, we have a special, a specialty for you today. We have Pastor Troy Taylor, who is going to read the word of the Lord for us today. Pastor, man of God, thank you for being with us today. God bless you. It's my honor. Reading Revelations chapter 21, starting at the first verse, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had seven vials full of the last plague, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit, to a great and high mountain, and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. And he and had a great wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and the names written thereon, which are the names of the tribes, the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations, and in them the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city, and the gate thereof, and the wall thereof, 
and the city lieth four square. And the length is as large as the breadth, and he that measured the city with the reed 12,000 furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And he measured the wall thereof, a hundred and forty and four cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. And the foundation of the walls of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second was sapphire, the third was chalcedony, the fourth an emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh crystallite, the eighth beryl, the ninth a topaz, the tenth uh, uh the eleventh jasonite, and the twelfth amethyst. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the king of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it, and the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall no night there, and they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it, and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whosoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, and they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Hmm. Brothers and sisters, hear the word of the Lord. Uh, when I was a little girl, my grandmother told me about that place called heaven. I want to go there, and I want you and your family to go there. And our roundtable will talk to you more about this beautiful place and will help you know what to do so that you can go there. More of the roundtable discussion when we come back. Stay with us. in the fourth largest city in the country of 4 million people. Get your church or business on the -the state-of-the-art LED mobile digital video billboard truck. See what amazing looks like. Eons has set aside Mondays to be a blessing to businesses and churches with a $200 special. Limited time, limited spots. Call now to secure your spot at 877-352-5181. Experience a huge blessing for your church or business. Some people run from rush hour traffic. We run to rush hour traffic. Thank 
Thank you. Thank you for staying with us and not leaving. So now we are back to the round table about that beautiful place called heaven. Uh, let's listen to the rest of the reading of the word of the Lord concerning heaven and hell and the mark of the beast and the second death and the lake of fire. Talk to us, man of God, about our options. God bless you. Amen. Uh, death for me, Dr. Uh, Mr. Yudin. Well, you, you have it. Run with it, brother, and bless us. Amen. God bless each and every one as they hear the word of the Lord. I really want to say that under the inspiration of God giving us to bring as much clarity as we can to be an eye-opener and I hope a heart-provoking you to know that, and I'm going to say this with a sober mind, that heaven is more real than anything that you ever see in the natural realm. In anything of the natural realm, you got to say to yourself, and if we can just dialogue, and find out that what we're dealing with right now, that everything that you see with the naked eye was unseen before the scene. Anything, you bring anything for the table right now as we speak. You show me something that you see right now with your naked eye, and I will show you before it was created, before it was formed, it was unseen. So the supernatural is unnatural, uncommon to the natural mind. And also in the book of First Corinthians chapter 2 and 9, it lets you know that that the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, neither can he know them for that spiritual discern. So I'm going to lose probably a lot of you. If, if you have not been born again and you would not be able to comprehend things of the Spirit because things of the Spirit had to be birthed by the Spirit of God. And that's what's of flesh is of flesh, and that's what's of the Spirit is of spirit. And when Nicodemus came and inquired about being born again, when the Lord began to sound him about in into uh, the heavenly realm, and told me he must be born again. He said, well, how can it be that can I go in my mother's womb the second time? He said, no, that's what's born of flesh is flesh, but that's of the spirit is of the spirit. So I pray that if those that are inquiring a thirst from heaven, if you're not born again, I'm going to lose you. First of all, you, you need to know this. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. It's many dominions. It's many arenas. It's many areas of, of dominion that is so far beyond. And, 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 and when he told Abraham, to count the stars in the heaven, and he said, that's, that's the realm of where I live. That's my dwelling place. That's my place in habitation. And when, when, when Abraham, the father of faith, looked up to heaven, and he seen the, the numerous stars all over, it bounced his mind. And I want to say to you, now, it's many levels of heaven, so uh, you did, I can bring it as much clarity I can, but there's only going to be a taste of what I want to say. But when Abraham looked up to the heavenly element and he seen the stars, it was innumerable. It was uncountable. I mean, it, it blowed his mind. And I'm saying to you, when you read your word, Ephesians chapter 3 and 20, now unto him that's able to do a seeding and abundant above all that you would think, imagine far as imagination, far as dream. And some of y'all have some strange imagination. But whatever your imagination is, you never would know the full glory of heaven. And every they had encountered every apostle they had encountered and began to interpret the things of heaven. It was only a taste, and because they comprehended 
was so lacking concerning the natural vocabulary of expressing the glory of God. So I would say, uh, Missionary UD, uh, for those that are born again, they would probably be so much uh, to be able to engage with men, uh, Dr. Nat. But I just want to say, as you're looking to heaven right now, wherever you are right now, look out your window. The first thing I do when I get up in the morning, I'll, I'll open my blinds because i got to encounter the realm of the heaven. But that's the lower realm of the heaven. When you look in the clouds, the elements with the birds, that, that's the first level of heaven. Then you look up to the universe. And I'm here in Florida. We have so many launching pads happen here in Florida, and they go to the second area of the universe. But the third heaven, which Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 encountered, he encountered the third heaven. And before you begin to dialogue and engage with me and Dr. Nat, you have to be able to be born again, and we can carry to another level. So it's like peeling an onion. But I just want to set that stoke. Uh, just want to quench your appetite a little bit. So uh, bless you, woman of God. That's what's going to say that. Dr. Annette, uh, please speak to us about the beauty of heaven. Amen. Thank God for the man of God, Apostle Curry, as you were saying. Even though we, our human mind cannot even imagine such greatness, such beauty of heaven, we can only um, uh, imagine on a limited level. But when we get to heaven, amen, imagine heaven where God's his God's dwelling place. And heaven is like an eternal vacation for us. I'm excited about heaven because uh, John, the book of John, the 14th chapter, as the man of God already stated, Jesus said that he's going to prepare a place for you. He, he, he don't want us to have a broken heart. He said, let not your heart be troubled. For if you believe in God, believe also in me. He said, in my Father's house are many mansion. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, ye may be also. You're talking about living with the Lord forever. Amen. And I'm so excited about heaven because even in Matthew's the, uh, sixth chapter, in the uh, 20th verse, it, it says, for us to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven. And, and that's what our focus are. It's one thing when we lay up treasures here on earth, which is temporary, uh, things, material things is going to burn up. But when we lay up treasures in heaven, that we're going to have it and enjoy it throughout eternity. And someone asked me the question, what is heaven is going to be like? And I can only, uh, again, with these human minds, we're limited on, on what we can even imagine in heaven. But I take it to the word of God. And if you know Jesus, he worked supernatural uh, miracles uh, when he was on earth. So Jesus is from heaven, came down to earth. And just look at the miracles that Jesus did. Jesus walked on water. We're talking about uh, superpowers, and I believe when we get to heaven, we're going to have some superpowers. That's why we have to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven, because everyone would not have the same uh, gift. You know, I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven in a Rolls Royce. I want everything that God has for me. It's so many beautiful heavenly rewards, amen, but we, uh, the Christian that's sold out to God and serious about God, it's going to be rewarded where that you have some Christian that's a little weak and a little lazy and they don't really want to get about doing 
under work of the Lord, or maybe I call them secular Christians, where that uh, uh, they would only do this when they will open up their Bible when they get to church. And uh, uh, we're not talking about that. But when you're so out and you're dedicated to God, you're going to help good rewards in heaven. I believe, uh, uh, notice, uh, notice that uh, uh, Jesus, he walked on waters, and I really believe that we're going to have some great ability. I believe, uh, if you can imagine swimming under the water with the dolphins, amen, with no oxygen tank, you don't have to worry about trying to breathe, we're going to have our glorified bodies, we're going to be changed from mortal to immortality, we're going to be like him, and God created us in his likeness, and that's the beauty of it. Jesus, he walked through walls. Amen. Can you imagine we would have that same ability to just think where we want to be and we're there, that we can take shortcuts Amen. instead of going around the mountain, we can go through the mountain. Just the beauty, just to, just to name a few, but I'm looking forward to my heavenly wings. I, I want wings. I want to fly around heaven. You know, some people that's really doing nothing for Jesus or very little for Jesus, they may have to just walk around heaven. But I want to be able to fly around heaven, and I can look and wave at those who walk in it. But thank God you're there. Whatever you do, make it. Don't miss the rapture. Amen. So I am grateful when I think about Jesus and I think about that cloud. I call it cloud transportation, where that the cloud came down from heaven all the way to earth. And Jesus stepped on that cloud as if he was stepping in an automobile, and the cloud took him back to heaven. Can you imagine? Oh, wow, what beauty. Can you imagine? Uh. As the men of God forstated the first uh, ferment of heaven, the second ferment of heaven, the third, amen, and we can look out the windows and we can see the clouds, the first ferment, but when we think about the universe and the space, all that belongs to the Lord. God created all that, and I don't care, uh, Star Trek said that they're going to go where no man have gone before, even how their spaceship still could not get them to the third heaven, because God made it so big, and, and nobody, I don't care how brilliant a man's mind is here on earth where they can go into space, you will never make it to the third heaven. Hallelujah. So I get excited when I start thinking about Jesus, and I think about heaven, because heaven belongs to us. Amen. And I want to walk into heaven. I want to enjoy the beauties of heaven, everything that God has for us. Amen. I want to walk into it. And just talking about, we can go on and on, but uh, the beauty of heaven. Thank you so much. Amen. Now, all the things that, the beautiful things that we see when we look out and when we look up, these are things that God spoke into existence using the power of his words, his voice. And as you men and women of God at the round table are talking and reading today, you're speaking things into my spirit. And I'm just praying that all of our listeners are receiving it today. So now there is going to be a time when our Father, our God, is going to tell us at the end of this work that we're doing, he's going to tell us, well done, and we can come on in and enjoy the things that he has for us. And our brother, Dietrich Hayden, has blessed us with a song called Well Done. Let's hear it now. (laughs) 
wanna cross that river. I wanna be free from sin. for staying with us, and we're going to go back to our roundtable discussion, but before doing that, I want to see if um, Pastor Troy Taylor, if you're ready to read more of the word of the Lord to us. 
God bless you. Uh, reading Revelations chapter 22. Um, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and out of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there, was, there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light. And they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angels to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See, thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of the bro thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is athirst Come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in the book. He that testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, 
Come, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you, and God bless those who hear the word of the Lord and who receive it. And I receive that, and I pray that you're receiving it also. And when we hear the word of the Lord and we experience his presence, you know, it causes us to want to spend time talking with him. And I want you to know that we are on the prayer line seven nights a week talking to the Lord under open heaven, praying for our nation and for our families. And you can call us now and tell us you want God to hear your voice under open heaven. God is listening. Our call is, our number is 877-352-5181. You can let us know that you want God to hear your voice. And Monday nights and Tuesday nights, Apostle Alonzo is in conversation with the Lord, and it's a wonderful experience. There is nothing in comparison to it. You should come there to that place with us. And on Wednesdays and Saturdays, Dr. Sai is in conversation with God, and you have a wonderful experience. God wants to hear your voice, so join us, and you'll be blessed. Now, back to our roundtable and discussions about the beauty of heaven. Ah, Dr. Sai, I'm just, I'm feeling very, very full, but... I know that there is more, so share with us. Yes, Lord, it's more. It's so much, and it's so wonderful. Um, Just imagine this. When when God, no one knows the day or hour, not even Jesus, only God the Father. And when God tells his son, Jesus, go get my children, and Jesus cracked the sky, and the Bible told us to comfort one another with these words. Read First uh, uh, Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, and, and we can learn about the rapture. But when we are caught up, amen, maybe you're going through heartaches and pains and tests and trials, but you're yet holding on because you refuse to let go of the hands of Jesus. And when we're caught up in the twinkling of an eye, Amen. Can you imagine when we get to heaven, we're going to meet Jesus on a cloud. Clouds. And that's what blows my mind. And when you look around and you see where you are, you say, I made it. This is it. This is this is what we have been talking about, what we've been praying about. This is what my grandmother told me. This is about what my mother told me. This is it. When you realize that you are with Jesus and you made it, amen, and you're going, I know me, I, I, I will cry. I know I'm going to cry tears of joy because I'm going to be so happy to know that I made it, and I'm going to think about all the headaches and, and the pain that I went through on earth. 
earth, and but just to be caught up, it's going to be worth every trial that you ever went through. It's going to be worth every test that you ever went through just to see Jesus. And when you see our Lord and Savior, for we shall behold him, we're going to see him. And when we see Jesus, hallelujah, I know I'm going to cry, hallelujah, tears of joy. And Jesus is going to wipe the tears from my eyes, from your eyes. And never again will you have to cry, hallelujah, for it would be no more pain and no more sickness, no more heartache, none of that. For the former thing have passed away. Amen. Thank God for the men of God to read in uh, Revelation 21 and 22 because it explains what heaven is like. No more pain. Amen. And, and the beauty of heaven is it's going to be so bright there. And it is no need for the Son, S-U-N, because we have the Son, S-O-N, the Son of God, Jesus. And we have God that's going to brighten the place. Hallelujah. See, they created the world. They put the moons in the sky and the stars and all that in the sky. But we have the original. Hallelujah. And God himself is going to brighten the place. And just know that you will never get tired again where you have to get home to take a nap because you're tired. You don't even have to worry because that you work all day and you got to get home, you got to cook. You ain't got to worry about none of that. Amen. Eternal vacation, living in the, uh, the, the presence of the Lord. I'm looking forward to the opportunity that I can go to him and praise and worship our Heavenly Father. I'm looking for that, and I know everyone has the, the same mindset that they want to get to Jesus. They want to get to Jesus' feet. And I really believe that we're going to have our own personal experience with Jesus. I don't believe we're going to have to wait in line to get to Jesus <laughs> because Jesus is everywhere at the same time. Anytime God has the whole world in the palms of his hand and he sees, oh, God is like that. He's magnificent. He's before you can even comprehend in your mind how great and wonderful our Lord and Savior. But the key is to get there. And when I look at the streets of gold, transparent, crystal clear, amen, this is not like it is on earth where you have this little cheap gold. And, uh, it's a weird, and just think of the mansion. The best mansion on earth, the very best, the most expensive mansion, the richest person in the world mansion. It's a welfare case compared to the least mansion in heaven. Oh, my Lord. Can you imagine? I pay, a, I pay a house note now, but I would never have to pay a house note again. Amen. Can you imagine having uh, a gates of pearls? And when the man of God began to read and describe all the different precious stones in heaven, I mean, these are precious jewels that we can't even comprehend. And just to be with Jesus, I get excited when I think about it. But to make sure you make it, that's the key. Because we've been quoting that, uh, that we want to hear God done, my good and faithful servant, enter in. Everybody don't qualify to hear God say that. Some people are just going to barely make it in. And, and then realize the Bible do say if the righteous scarcely be saved, 
where shall the sinner and ungodly appear? It's a narrow walk. You can't want to be like everybody else. You don't want that wide gate where you're walking and running into a wide gate with everybody. But he said narrow is the way. Amen. You have to come out from among them and be ye separate. You want Jesus. You want to be a soul out Christian. Amen. And you want Jesus more than any and everything because it is Jesus that made it possible. Others say that they can get to heaven uh, with believing in God and not going through Jesus. It is Jesus that died on the cross for your sin. God didn't die on the cross for your sin. God designed it that way that in order to get to God, you first have to come through Jesus. And it's simple. Just accept Jesus into your heart as his Lord, as your Lord and Savior. And he will make everything the way it should be. I get excited, uh, 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 Sister Eudine Hubbard. I get excited when I start talking about the goodness of the Lord. And when I read the word and I see how he turned water into wine and all the miracles that Jesus did here on earth, and that's nothing compared to what's in heaven. He just did a little, uh, just a little something, something on earth. But when we get to heaven, our mind cannot comprehend it. And Jesus already said, "Our my thoughts and my ways is higher than yours. And we're excited, amen, of looking forward to heaven, and we plan to get there. I, I don't want to be uh, walking on the border. You have borderline Christians today that walk on edge and, and uh, hoping that they will make it, but they are borderline Christian. They may not make it. They are 50% chance that they will make it, 50% chance that they, I don't want to put myself, my eternity in that kind of position. I want to encourage everybody, take Jesus serious. Take his word serious because God is not playing. You know, God is real and he's looking for us to take him serious and believe in him with our whole heart, mind, and soul. Amen, amen, amen. Well, you're speaking my language because I want Jesus. I mean, I, I want, I want Jesus. And uh, so we, I'm wanting, and I'm, thank you for staying with us, and thank you for muting your phones. And we're going to answer some of your in-time questions after this commercial. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Do you want your heavenly wings? Are you obeying God by witnessing? Now you can witness to over 130 people each month without talking to anyone. End Time Outreach Network is running a campaign to send a salvation summons to every household in America. Our motto, America for Jesus. Why? To save lives. The end time signs are clear. Will you chip in $25 a month to help with the postage for us to mail a salvation summons to every home in America and keep this important witnessing campaign going. End Time Outreach Network is an IRS 501c3 nonprofit organization. Therefore, your donations are tax deductible. Call 877-352-5181 or donate online at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org. Experience what a real soldier in God's army feels like. Call to duty. God is calling. Answer the call. 
America for Jesus, tell a friend. End Time Outreach Network will give you a $25 cash gift if you tell three people what we are doing and they agree to help us. You can give the names of three-plus people and your recruiter agent can call or you can call them. Simply say, End Time Outreach Network is running a campaign to mail a salvation summons to every household in America. Why? To save lives. The end time signs are clear. Our motto, America for Jesus. Ask, will you chip in $25 a month to help pay for postage? We as Christians must spread the gospel and keep this important witnessing campaign going. Once three people that you refer join, you are rewarded $25. It's that simple. Unlimited $25 cash reward per three referrals who join. Call us at 877-352-5181. All right. Welcome. Welcome back. We do have a couple of questions for our roundtable scholars this evening. Question number one. If you gave your heart to Christ years ago but have committed some sins in your life since then, will you be raptured? And uh, Apostle Alonzo, would you answer this question, please? Amen. You know what? That's that's the purpose of of Jesus Christ coming is to be uh, a mediator, to, to be an advocate to be your attorney, to represent you. If anything that you would be victimized under Satan or any accusation of, of any false accusation of that, you're supposed to be in Christ. When you're in Christ, you're the new creation. It's settled. Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be taken away. You're a new creation in Christ. Therefore, because you're a new creation in Christ, therefore you have been transformed into his image and likeness. And if you, if you ever commit any sin, anybody who has the righteous seed of God in them is going to be able to apply the blood of Jesus. That is your atonement. When you apply the blood of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, not only for the only removing the sin, but the taking away of anything that you be holding accountable for. But as long as you know the power and the blood of Jesus, the atonement, we always have reconciliation. No matter how we miss the mark or come short, Jesus has made provision because he became sin who knew no sin. He was the propitiation for your sin. And by him being your attorney, that means that whatever accusation that the devil will bring against you, as long as you confess that over by the blood of Jesus Christ, what is the mirror? The mirror is the word of God. What is the mirror? The mirror is your true image and your likeness of who you are in Christ. What is the mirror? It is the appraisal of the way God sees you. And I heard a man of God say this before. He said, I may have done what they say I've done, but I'm not what they say I am. And no matter how much the devil say that you are victimized by that, you are not a victim, but you're a victor. But you have to know your place and position in Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 5, uh, 16 and 17. Therefore, we once know Christ after the flesh but we don't know him no longer after the flesh. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he or she is a new creation. 
Uh, Amen. So being a new creation, that is your spiritual DNA. That's your spiritual birthright. So anyone born of God cannot sin. What do that mean? It means that you cannot practice sin. Yes, you may miss the mark. Yes, you may come short. A righteous man falls seven times and get up. So therefore, as your position in Christ, yes, if you messed up, you have the right and the legal interest to come and have access before the throne of grace that God already, as a priest, made atonement for you. That no matter what the devil do, it's plain. Amen. That's a really good point, man of God. Thank you so much. So just to recap, uh, if you gave your heart to Christ years ago but committed some sins in your life since then, will you be raptured up? As the man of God already stated, uh, the answer is no. Every time you sin, you must repent and get that sin off of you. Jesus understands that we make mistakes, so he is faithful and just to forgive us from all our sin. But all we have to do is just repent sincerely. Amen. Don't practice sin. Don't try to play God. Don't try to premeditate and plan your sin and then ask God to forgive you because God knows your heart. He knows if your heart is innocent or wicked. Don't have wrong motive. And that's a good point as the man of God brought out. Thank you, Dr. Thank you. Thank you so much, man of God. We we need to be reminded of that. I'm just so thankful that in Christ we live and we move and we have our very being. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, um, Dr. Nett, there are so many people who say, well, we've been expecting Jesus' return for hundreds of years. Why is it taking Jesus so long to get here? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, you know, uh, we've been hearing that, and uh, I've been hearing all my life that Jesus is coming. And, and some people would tell you uh, uh, that Jesus said he's coming and he hasn't got here yet. Uh, but I, I tell you today that he is coming. Uh, I will also tell you to uh, uh, understand the way the way guys operate. Again, our mind can't really comprehend guys. Um, just know um, that we've been waiting on Jesus' return over 2,000 years. Amen. But we look at it like this. A 1,000 years versus one day. Amen. A 1,000 years to us is only one day to God. And if you were to look at it, remember when Jesus uh, went back up to heaven and a cloud came down and he got on it and went up to heaven and those disciples stood there amazement with their mouth open wide, gazing into the sky. And, and, and uh, two uh, men in a white pair we believe to be angels come and say, why stand your gazing into the sky? This same Jesus is coming in like manner. Those disciples expected Jesus to come in their lifetime. And because he said, I'm coming back. I'm going away, but I'll be back. And when Jesus said that, people was looking at man's time frame instead of God's time frame. And when, if Jesus died over 2,000 years ago and one day versus 1,000 years, it only been two days. <laughs> it hasn't been long at all. It only been two days. And, and I really don't believe that we can afford a third day. 
And Jesus tell us, and, and because Jesus uh, have not came back, it's because he loved us. He said in his word, God is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but he's long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but we all come into repentance. It's too many people out there that have not repented yet. So if they were to die, they automatically go to hell. So Jesus is long-suffering and giving us a chance to get it together. And that's where we're to be careful, even if our, in our words, because the Bible talk about scoffers and people going around and, 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 and trying to make it like Jesus don't know what he's talking about, he ain't came back yet. But you better be very careful what comes out of your mouth because Jesus' word is true. He said, let every man be alive, but let the word of God be true. And we do not want to uh, uh, put ourselves in position as if God's word is not true. He's coming just like he said he's going to come. He told us he's coming, but he have not got here yet. Thank God he have not got here yet because he's giving your loved ones a chance to get it together because you don't want your loved ones to go to hell. I don't want my love, so I constantly pray for them every day. And knowing that I pray for them and I call their names under open heaven on the prayer line every night, and I thank God for the prayer line. The prayer line is on 365 days a year praying towards God for this nation and for our loved one. And I love open heaven because we are allowed to unmute our phone and talk directly to God. We're able to present our loved ones' names uh, to God and call their names so their names can flow in the heavens, which gives them a stronger chance of being saved. And so I am encouraged. So uh, you know he haven't came, but he's coming, and he's coming sooner. Now keep in mind, Bible prophecy uh, is all throughout the Bible. I think 30% of the Bible is Bible prophecy. Thank God for that. But even with that, knowing that uh, uh, Jesus said he's going to come and he will not lie, he cannot lie, and is waiting for us. I believe that God is waiting for the body of Christ to do what we're supposed to do, the lack of churches and Christians witnessing, because we have failed to do what we're supposed to do, and because we have not been witnessing. Remember, uh, 30, 40 years ago, people was uh, determined to get out and witness and tell them that Jesus is coming, and then all of a sudden they stopped. And because of that, people no longer talk about hell much, but they talk about more prosperity. So more people then got comfortable, and they don't take God really serious. They do not take hell serious now. And that's dangerous ground. So I believe God is waiting for the body of Christ to do what we're supposed to do, to get off our do-nothing and do something and go out and witness and tell others that the saving grace of Jesus Christ so that they can be saved and so that they can escape hell. So I believe it's on us. What are we doing uh, uh, to uh, make a people ready? What are we doing to uh, help people to escape hell? And so we want to ask Jesus why you ain't came yet. Examine yourself. 
What have I done to help to prepare a people for his return? And so I am inspired and I am determined to tell others about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. And I'm believing, God, that the whole body of Christ will come together and we will take Jesus' word very serious because look at it. If we really took his word serious and we knew that our loved ones is about to enter into hell, that we would do everything that we can to get their lives changed. We would tell. We would be on them. If you know that somebody's about to have a major accident and they finna drive somewhere and you don't want them to go, you pleading for them not to go to that place because you know they're going to have an accident. But if we really believe the word of God like we're supposed to and stop getting on the common level, we would really get out there, the word of God, and we would tell people. Even if they don't want to hear, you would tell them anyway because you're concerned about them. And once they change and they escape hell, they're going to be so grateful for you for staying on them and didn't give up on them. So I believe that the body of Christ, we as the church have to do something. And when we're ready, when you look at it, uh, God have not told Jesus to, to come because the church is not ready. If the church is not ready, you know the world is not ready. So we have some coming up to do. So this is a chance for us the body of Christ, to get it together. God bless you. Amen. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, because he is coming back again. And we're going to be ready when he comes. And we here at End Time Talk Show are going to do as much as we can to make sure that you are ready. Now, we are going to give you our next week's topic after this commercial. Stay tuned. Marketing Club with benefits. If you are a business owner or church and want to take your business to the next level, your marketing search is over. Eon's Marketing Club benefits can save you thousands and put a big smile on your face. Being a Marketing Club member allows you to relax and enjoy your business with less stress. Imagine all of your graphics and printing needs being either free or discounted. Enjoy a truckload of benefits, just to name a few. Free consumers directory ad, free coupon ad, free marketing counseling, magazine articles, no month-to-month cost, just one annual fee. Call 877-352-5181 and bring convenience to your fingertips. Business Sponsorship Program with Outstanding Benefits. 
Tap into a truckload of benefits for your business. Imagine never having to pay for business cards again. Imagine having your business on a billboard. Imagine promoting your business to the largest customer base there is, Christians. We have donation packages affordable for all businesses. End Time Business Patronage Program patronizes businesses who sponsor our urgent needed cause of winning souls. When entrepreneurs donate to End Time Outreach Network, we send customers to your business to shop. Smile because End Time Outreach Network picks up the tab. The program is designed to be a win-win blessing to your business and giving free gifts to people in our networks who are sponsoring the America for Jesus Project. Your donations help us to reach our goal faster of mailing a salvation summons to every home in America. When you donate, it's a win-win blessing. We send money back into your business. End Time Outreach Network is an IRS 501c3 nonprofit organization. Therefore, your donations may be tax deductible. Call 877-352-5181. Those who stand with this mission will be blessed. End Time Business Patronage Program, helping businesses throughout patronage program. The billboard truck is a tool used to fund the Salvation Summons. When you donate into the gold or platinum plan, we thank you by promoting your business on Eon's state-of-the-art LED mobile digital billboard truck. This is our way of saying thank you. When you're having fun, the time really just slips away. I just want to remind you that next Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time, our talk show topic will be the rapture. Don't miss it. Don't touch that dial. Enjoy great music concerning heaven. Join us on the prayer line praying for But if you have not made Jesus Lord of your life, you're not going to go there. So I want to, we want to give you the opportunity to make Jesus Lord. And so, Pastor Troy, would you invite those who want to make that decision, please? Absolutely. It would be my honor. Uh, If you have never prayed this prayer, maybe uh, you're not sure. I want you just to repeat after me. Father, in Jesus' name, I know that I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life, and I want to trust you and follow you as Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you made that decision, let us hear from you. We have some information that we'd like to give you to help you to become um, more acquainted with uh, growing in grace and growing close to the Lord and learning how to live your life in a way that would honor him so that you can prepare yourself to enter in to his glory, and you can hear him say, well done. 
You have been listening to the End Time Talk Show with Yadine Hubbard and the End Time Roundtable. Tune in next week, Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, for another talk show with hot end time topics and questions. Feel free to submit your questions online at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org or call us 877-352-5181. Join us on the prayer line, praying for the nation.
and I am the president of End Time Outreach Network. It's very important that you understand, once you are raptured, it's nothing else you can do for your left-behind loved ones. However, we made it available for you to leave a legacy behind that gives a last chance revival for your family who missed the rapture. Get the book. It's a step-by-step guide of what to do if you miss the rapture. Once read, your loved ones will be determined to make the rapture, to avoid the great tribulation that is to come. This guide saves lives. We want everyone to make it. You have been hearing about heaven and hell since you was a little kid. Yes, heaven and hell is a real place. Everyone would either go to heaven or hell. In the United States, every year we celebrate three major holidays, Christmas, Good Friday, and Easter. That's the purpose of Jesus. First, Christmas. Jesus was born to save the world. Therefore, you are born to be saved. That's your birthright. You can receive your birthright by accepting Jesus into your heart. Second, Good Friday, Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Third, Easter, Jesus rose from the grave and accomplished his mission for our freedom. St. John 14, Jesus said, In my Father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, ye may be also. That's where the rapture comes into place. Jesus is coming to take his saints to heaven. The song that we have been hearing as a kid, oh, when the saints go marching in, the rapture. Whatever you do, make the rapture. Don't be among the greatest disaster, the, the rapture after effects, the saddest story ever told. A step-by-step guide of what to do if you miss the rapture. Call us toll-free, 877-352-5181, or you can order this book online. Our website is intimeoutreachnetwork.org. Again, that phone number is toll-free, 877-352-5181, or online, intimeoutreachnetwork.org. This important book will save your family lives. Leave a legacy behind. Feel free to visit our website where it's a lot of information that you can learn, uh, end time information, and you will not be bored. It's a lot to do on our website. We love you, and we wish you the best. We pray that you will be with, with us in the rapture. Again, whatever you do, do not miss the rapture. God bless you.